Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blonner, this is Abe Lovich, and in this episode, we will be going over the news standings, our hot and cold team of the week, and question of the week from April 29th to this 26th. Abe, would you like to get us started with the news? Yeah, let's get right into it. There was a signing in Arizona. They needed to booster their defense, so they decided to give Ilya Ibushkin a one-year extension worth about $1.35 million. Um, I think it's a good deal. They need it for a little bit longer. They're they're becoming a more solid team as they're in the middle of their division now. But I think it's a good move overall. Yeah, I'm liking the move by Arizona. You know, giving their uh, one of the younger defensemen you know, a nice little one-year extension to see how he goes. But in some other news and some great positive news here, Patrick Marlowe has played the most games in NHL history, passing Gordie Howe. So congratulations to him. Um, I mean, he's for sure a future Hall of Famer. And yeah, just another achievement for Patrick Marlowe. Yeah, this is an amazing achievement. He's been in the league so long. And I think on the night they, he was going to do it, I think he had the entire team in warm-ups wearing number 12 and had Marlowe in the back. It's, it's amazing to see guys with such longevity. Yeah. It, w- it was a nice sight. Yeah. Um, also, in some nice little history news, Sidney Crosby is actually the second player to score a point per game in the first 16 seasons of their career. Um, so yeah, great for him. I believe the other one was Gretzky. Um, yeah, people like people say Crosby's washed. I don't like Crosby that much because Penguins are kind of rivals with Bruins a little bit. But uh, yeah, still got to respect him. Still one of the best players in the league, in my opinion, and just still really, really good. And he does get a lot of disrespect, yes, but he's still, you know, kind of blocking out the haters and just playing really, really well, you know. And also the Penguins are in first place, so it's uh, it's working. He's not just being selfish. Yeah, the Penguins have been on a little bit of an uprise recently. And Sidney Crosby, I would say, is the main guy to thank if you're into Pittsburgh. Personally, I, I don't like that at all. Um, but I've heard people say that Crosby is washed. I cannot help but to disagree. I am definitely not a fan of his. Definitely not a fan. But he is not washed whatsoever. He's scoring to just score at this rate. At this age, it's it's amazing. And then also, like, the way he's, like, putting his team on – not even putting his team on the back, but he's still playing amazing. Like, Yeah, especially that watching right now. Yeah, and they shipped off a lot of their older guys over the offseason. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's playing well. And also, in some other nice news, um, the USA goalie, Spencer Knight, made his debut with Florida – He's jumping onto a good team there. He made 33 saves and one goal allowed with the win. So it was quite imp- good to see Spencer and I make his way into the NHL. And he's going to be a good goalie for a long time to come. What do you think of it? Yeah, I definitely agree. Spencer Knight, you know, he's picked in the first round for a reason. because he's a really good goalie. And he made it through the college season with Boston College. They got out uh, sometime in, like, the college playoffs. And then... He goes to the NHL, just makes his debut, plays phenomenally, and yeah, only one goal allowed gets the win. That's all you need. Yeah. And in some other, you know, uh, World Junior Team USA news, Cole Caulfield is actually making his debut tonight against the Flames. He's on the Montreal Canadiens. We'll see how he does. But in warm-ups, you know, he had um, he wasn't wearing a helmet. He had some nice flow going. I thought it looked pretty cool. He's actually playing right now. Yeah, uh, the score is tied 1-1 between them and the Flames. Haven't got much stats on him yet. Um, But in some sadder news, Andrew Shaw is retiring after multiple concussions. And to quote him, he said, "Uh, I'm finally going to give in to – well, I'm I'm really paraphrasing him here, but he said, like, I'm finally going to give in to what my doctors have been saying after 
after many concussions, I'm finally going to leave the sport I love. So it's very sad to see him retire, but hopefully he has some good luck and gets healthier in his retirement. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Andrew Shaw had a great career, wishing the best in the future. But yeah, I mean, this uh, this half of the uh, news is not, not too positive. It's kind of the injury slash retirement section. So we're going to move on. Leafs forward Zach Hyman will be out a minimum of one more week due to a sprained MCL, due to a knee-on-knee hit uh, against the uh, Canucks. So, yeah, hopefully he gets a speed recovery, big part of the Leafs. Yeah, and also Tyler Bertuzzi and Franz Nielsen are out for the whole season. But, yeah, so hopefully they'll get better over the offseason. They'll have a lot of time to rest. Yeah, it's Detroit. It's whatever. Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're in a playoff push and they're kind of just like, eh, I can see him going in. But, like, yeah, it's Detroit. They're not making playoffs. Just shut him down. That's fine. Yeah. And then some uh, – some other Toronto injury news, Zach Bogosian is out at least four weeks. Uh, yeah, unfortunate for yeah. him. Yeah, legendary player. <laughs> but also, Zach Hussain is out week to week with a lower body injury, so that's going to hurt. Um, like The Oilers, I believe, yeah, they, they need him for that playoff push. They're like third in the division right now, and they're going to need a fight once the playoff starts. Yeah, and also – Maybe some good news for the Oilers. Nikolai Ehlers is out for the season. He's on the Jets, and he is one of their key players. And it's a big loss for the Jets coming up here with the playoff push, but lucky for the other Canadian teams like the Oilers. Yeah, and also um, in some other news, um, the Flyers forward Tanner Leksinski, um, I, sorry, I can't pronounce his name. He's going to mix like the next three to five months with a torn labrum in his right hip. So that's going to be tough on Philly, but they're like basically out of the playoffs already. Yeah, who knows? They, they might make a little push towards the end, but yeah, they're pretty much out. And also Noah Hannafin's out for the season. So that is a big loss for the Hurricanes. Yeah, also, but there was also um, a signing in Chicago recently Riley Stillman was signed for three years, 4.5 mil. Um, the 23-year-old is, is going to make 1.35 annually, so good for him, good for Chicago. Could I see him playing a lot this season? Honestly, I don't really see it, but Chicago's not eliminated yet, so I don't really know. Right, yeah. Now we're going to move on to our standing section. Uh, so we're going to start with the West Division, and Avery would like to get a start. Oh, shit. Yeah, I put, this myself, I put on do not disturb. I don't know how that happens. Okay, I'm sorry. It's I literally okay, man. do not disturb. I'm very sorry for the uh, for the listeners out here, but uh, I put on do not disturb. Unsure how that happens, but uh, it's okay. We'll bounce back for real this time. We're actually going to start with the Honda West division. Uh, Abe, let's talk about it. Yeah, I guess a lot of people really are trying to be- come on the podcast. Um. <laughs> With the West, first place is the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They've actually officially clinched mathematically. They got 70 points. Second place is Colorado, who have also clinched. They got 66. Third place is Minnesota. We'll talk about them a lot more later. They have officially clinched the playoffs yesterday. They got 65 points. Then in the playoff push, I think it's mainly between Arizona in fourth place with 47 and St. Louis in fifth place with 46. And then the teams who I personally think are basically out at this point is San Jose in sixth with 41, the Kings in seventh with 40 points, and Anaheim Ducks sitting in last with 35 points. 
Yeah, so I mean the obvious right here, Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota all clinched. Um, it's going to be a tight race to see who's in first. Minnesota most likely will be third. But I think the race, I mean, Colorado does have four less points than Vegas, but they do have two games in hand, so we'll see how that goes. The fourth place, though, is actually very interesting. St. Louis, or sorry, Arizona's in fourth place right now, but they're only one point ahead of St. Louis, and St. Louis is three games in hand. So most likely, I, th- I do think St. Louis will overtake Arizona, but you never know. Um, I think it'd be kind of funny to have Arizona in the playoffs over St. Louis because everyone's talking about the big three earlier, Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, the three automatic clinch or teams that are going to clinch. But um, yeah, I mean, St. Louis missed Tarasenko for a majority of the season. And yeah, I guess that really reflected in the standings. It really does. But um, I really, really want Arizona to do it. I'd love to see them in the playoffs. I think it would be so much fun. Um, realistically, it's St. Louis has a higher chance. They have a good, they have a higher point percentage. Like you said, they have these games in hands, but I think Arizona could pull it off. It's, it's a very close race at this point. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to the central division in first place. We got Carolina with 68 points. Second place. We got Florida with 67. Third place. We got Tampa with 66. That's going to be a nice little, like, battle between the three to see who comes out in first and then all the way in fourth plays a huge jump from third to fourth we got nashville with 54 points dallas with 52 chicago with 49 detroit with 42 and columbus with 40 hey, what are your thoughts yeah well i'll just take this out of the way the columbus blue jackets are officially eliminated they tanked at the trade deadline there they knew that they went down but let's i want to focus main on the big three here carolina hurricanes florida panthers tampa bay lightning these two, these three teams have been dominant this season, and I'm not. Let's not talk about the competition, but I think if it's just them three, pretty, I'm going to guarantee them in the playoffs. They're they're all 12, 13, 14 points ahead of fourth place with not a lot of games left. They're very close to clinching. Um, I I think I'm going to stick with Carolina coming out on top here. They've been a storm lately, and they've been beating good teams like Florida and Tampa. So. That was a good one. Storm, hurricane. I know, right? But yeah. I mean, yeah, they're beating up on Tampa, Florida. They're up there too. But Florida, I mean, Ekblad out for the season. We'll see. I mean, they'll definitely make the playoffs, so we'll see how that affects them in the playoffs. For the fourth seed, uh, it's going to be tough, but I think I'm going to go with Dallas. They have two games in hand against Nashville and are only down by two points, and they're kind of hitting their stride. So after a really rough start to the beginning of the season, um, I still think Carolina, I agree with you. I think they will come in first place. Yes, they have the most points by one point and have two games in hand and are just rolling right now. So, yeah, I think Carolina will be there in first. And I hate to say it, but I don't think Chicago, Detroit, or Columbus will make the playoffs either. Yeah, I agree with you on Sh- Chicago, Detroit, Columbus, but I want to talk about Dallas and, and Nashville right now. Um, Nashville's up by two games, but like you said, they're all there, but they are also only up by two points. And so the percentage, they're up by like 0.002% on the point percentage, but the differential is, is, the, is giving me the key here. Nashville's negative five on the point differential, while Dallas is up by 14. So I think based on they have pretty even offenses, but Dallas's defense is just way worse. That, that's why I think I'm going to go with Dallas here. They have the defense. Nashville's. Right. Yeah, sorry. I misspoke. Nashville's defense is way worse than Dallas. So I think I'm going to agree with you on Dallas too. Yeah. I like that take. We'll see how it plays out. We got like two or three more weeks, but yeah, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, we got the East Division. 
First place, we got Pittsburgh with 67 points. Second place, we got Washington with 66. Third place, we got the Islanders with 63. Fourth place, we got Boston with 60. Fifth place, we got New York Rangers with 56. Sixth place, we got Philly with 51. Seventh, we got New Jersey with 35. And eighth, we got Buffalo with 33. So let's get this out of the way quick. New Jersey and Buffalo are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, so we don't have to worry about them. And yeah, I think it's the most interesting division because five teams in this division really deserve to make the playoffs, and one of them will not be able to make the playoffs. Abe, who do you think is going to be the odd team out, and who do you think you know comes in first place? Yeah, I think if I had to go with the team now, this is going to be super unpredictable, but in my opinion, the most likely is going to be the Rangers. I don't think that they're the were the least talented, not even the least best team on, on this list, but I think the way games are going to play out and who and the schedule is playing out and how far behind they played two more games than Boston and their six games and their six points behind Boston, I just don't see them closing that gap because Boston's also been amazing lately. And then again, so has Pittsburgh and Washington and the Islanders have been playing each other. So I see Matt, like, just by the numbers, Rangers are going to be the ones out, but they're definitely not the least skillful here. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to actually have to agree with you. I think the Rangers are going to fall out. I know last week I said Pittsburgh might fall out. No, they're in first place. Crosby, boy. But, like, Boston, they've lost their last two. 1-0 against Pittsburgh. Cannot get the offense going. And, um, yeah, they actually they, they did lose 6-4 against Buffalo. It was disappointing. Before that, they were on, like, a six-game win streak. So it was good for them. You know, they really – jumped up in the standings a bit, but um, they are four points in the playoff spot and have two games in hand, so they're kind of like four to eight points in. Um, so, yeah, I do think those will be the top four. They're all really close in points, so we'll see what happens down the stretch, but I do think the four that are in the playoff spots right now will end up making the playoffs. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I'm not calling them a lock because we've been jinxing things by calling them locks lately, but I think they are definitely the four most likely, but the order of these four – They've been shuffling around so much. Washington was in first for a little bit. Now, Pittsburgh Islanders had a turn. Even Boston had a turn. And before that, like, way early in the season, even Philly. Like, the NHL on Instagram posted, like, the shuffling as week by week went on. The first four just keep cycling and cycling. Honestly, I don't think it's going to matter very much because the way how even these teams have been playing against each other is going to come out in playoff hockey. Like, it doesn't really matter because first is going to be playing fourth. I might as well just call them A, B, C, D. A is going to be playing D. B is going to be playing C. Like the t- I, the ranking in between first and fourth is not going to be a lot. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I guess home like home ice advantage might not be like as good this year just because there isn't 100% capacity with the fans. But it still is important come playoff time. But, yeah, I mean, the last actually – like. I don't know, because a lot of, like, the away team wins a lot of the games, too. But also, it's just, like, so exciting for the home fans. I guess it does matter a little bit. You know, the home team gets to put their lineups at second just to see what the away team does first. But the away team actually, like, won more playoff games last year, I think it was. So, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Anyways. Oh, also, storyline. Okay, so I did dismiss New Jersey and Buffalo before. But actually, Buffalo is making a run at seventh place. So they have one more game played and two less points than New Jersey. New Jersey is on a 10-game losing streak. This is going to be very interesting to watch how this plays out. Who gets seventh? Who gets eighth? Eighth? Because Buffalo, they've been, you know, they have been dumpster fire all season. But maybe New Jersey just gets – maybe New Jersey is low-key more than dumpster fire. We'll see. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to watch. 
that low-key may be more fun to watch than some of the actual playoff races in this league right now because there's in every division. You got, like, your top three teams, the people fighting for fourth, and fourth is likely to just get knocked out by first, except for in the East. So I think that may be more exciting to watch them duke it out. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. But in one of those not-as-fun playoff races as watching two dumpster fires attacking each other um let's move to the canadian division the scotia north first place the toronto maple leafs with 65 points then the winnipeg jets with 57 right behind them with two games that's played though is the edmonton oilers with 56 points then it's a small gap to montreal canadians seven points behind with 49 and then Calgary Flames with 45, sixth place. Vancouver Canucks with 41. They showed some promise. I don't know about that now. And in dead last is the Ottawa Senators with 38 points. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, first place, Toronto. It's easy. They're getting first. I mean, it's possible that they're not, but they're getting first. Second place, uh, it's going to be a good fight between Winnipeg and Edmonton. I do think Edmonton will get it. Uh, you know, Winnipeg getting some injuries recently, but... Yeah, I do think – I mean, Edmonton is one point behind Winnipeg, but they do have two games in hand. I, I think it'll go Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg. And I do think Montreal will hold on. Montreal started off the season really strong, kind of been slipping a bit, fired their head coach. And, um, yeah, now, now they're still in fourth place. They're four points in and have one game in hand. But, like, yeah, they're not playing too well recently. But they got Cole Caulfield, so that's a nice little distraction. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree with you on Toronto coming in first, Montreal coming in fourth, but um, I'm going to switch up. I think their divisions are going to stay static for the rest with Winnipeg and Edmonton because Winnipeg's defense is able to hold them up and win out these good games while Edmonton relies a, a lot on their primary goal scorers with obviously the front running for the heart, Connor, Connor McDavid. Um, he's the most notable player by far. They're both strong teams, but I think because of I think Winnipeg is a lot more well-rounded of a team, so I think they're going to take second place. But honestly, it's not going to matter. Matter They're going to be playing each other in the playoffs anyway. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a good take. Although this, this division is very interesting because talk about like Toronto and Montreal, and, or I guess Montreal earlier in the season, but Toronto, like are these teams actually legit? And we'll see come playoff time, right? Like Toronto, they're the highest powered offense, but they, they've choked in the first round in the past couple of seasons. And also, just like once, once whatever team makes it out of this division, whoever they play, are they just going to get rocked? Like we'll see, because the competition in this division is not the best. And Toronto has not played an actual legit, like star-studded team this season. And like Edmonton, yes, but they got two really good players, and that's pretty much it. Because Connor McDavid has scored like an over fifty percent of their goals, which is actually ridiculous. Yeah, Earth factored in. Sorry. Yeah, and that they have 144 goals scored, so that's a lot. But I'm really sorry, but this is really unrelated. Um, I just wanted to make make a little bit of point on um, Jonathan Bernier of the Detroit Red Wings. I know we're taking back a division. I just really wanted to mention this because I just remember this right now. In a game against the Stars a couple of days ago, they shot 52 times. 52 shots and and they he let in one in overtime only one goal and even by like halfway through the game they were out like 45 shots and he and like zero goals so he was just a shutdown machine i just really wanted to say that it's a lot of shots a lot of saves so yeah and through the first two periods i think the shots were 
40 for like, Dallas, six for um, Detroit, and Detroit was winning 1 0. So I just find that very funny. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Yeah, I'm really sorry. That was super off focus. Let's go back to the North Division. <laughs> um, yeah, I think something interesting here is that like Ottawa has had a few, like they've been on a bad skip, but they've been winning a few games here and there. And then, then again, so is Vancouver. Like they came back against Toronto. So no one's mathematically eliminated. No one's mathematically making it. But I think even though what we say is likely to happen, I, everything is still possible here. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I think that wraps up our standing section. Bit la- it's going to be a bit lengthier in the next couple weeks, really uh, getting to the nitty gritty with these teams. But for now, we're going to move on to our hot and cold team of the week. Uh, I'm going to start with my hot team. I have Vegas. They're on a nine-game win streak. Yes, all nine teams are not very good. Uh, they're playing Anaheim, Arizona, San Jose. It's whatever. But the good news for them is that they actually did go 9-0. That's the best you can do. And they're in a very tight race uh, in their division with Colorado and Minnesota. And you have to be in first place in that division. You have to win all those small games, not just be Colorado and Minnesota. So yeah, they're all they're Vegas playing really well. And that's really why that's why they're my hot team of the week. Again, carrying on from last week. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a little bit of a different route. I'm gonna take the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're eight one and one in their last 10 games, and they're on a four-game winning streak right now. They've had some blowout wins, like five to one wins over the devils but then they've also had some pretty close wins like a seven to six win over the devils um two days before that game and but they've been really winning a lot of close games they they've been super clutch and i and their defense or at least yesterday against boston their defense was good and their goal scoring has not been bad i think with Sidney crosby we talked about him a lot earlier but so they're my hot team of the week leo what's your cold team my cold team I'm going to go with New Jersey. I understand they're tanking, but they have lost 10 in a row. And I don't know, it's just bad for player morale and whatever. So does it matter for them? No, they weren't winning the cup anyways. It's fine. They weren't making the playoffs either. But 10-game losing streak, I don't know. It's just not It's not great for your team. Not great for the mojo. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. They did – okay, so last game they were up 3-1 against the Flyers with a minute and a half left, left two goals in 22 seconds and lost in overtime or shootout. I forget. Either way, they lost in extra time. And, um, yeah, I mean, just New Jersey fighting for that eighth spot, man. We'll, we'll really see who gets that seventh and eighth spot in these divisions. It's very uh, interesting. It's going to be a tight. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on New Jersey, but I'm really like, not surprised about it. They basically opted out during the trade deadline. They traded a lot of players for picks. and. Like they, they, they've been terrible. Like 10 games is 10 games, no matter how you put it, no matter who you, who you play. There's really no excuses. Like NHL teams should still be winning games, even though they've like, even after they've gone so far into some directions, it's, it's not fun for them. Well, um, there's not really too much here, but so that's why I'm going to take you to our question of the week in a pretty locked division, like, the, like the West Division, we see Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, and either Arizona and St. Louis fighting for fourth. So my question for you, Leo, is do you think the Wild have a shot not to make the playoffs or not, that's already determined, but to do well in the playoffs and advance and maybe even win the division after the after those rounds of the playoffs? Oh, I'm going to go with no. 
uh, I actually didn't know this, but they made the playoffs eight out of the last nine years. And they, I think they've gone out in the first, second round, like every time, like they're not, they're not going far. They're not built really to go far. They, they haven't really solidified that goaltending position besides Vegas in Colorado. That division is pretty, is very weak. I mean, so yes, they do make the playoffs. Most likely would be a three seed, even if they're a two seed, that means that Colorado or Vegas would be a three seed. And so that means they're going to play one of them in the first round. And even if they win that, they're most likely going to have to play Colorado or Vegas, the winner of the other series in the second round. So if they somehow win that, then they're going to have to play the team that came out of whatever other division. And then if they somehow win that, they're going to have to play an even better team in the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, they're playing arguably the two best teams in hockey in the first two rounds if they can make it through. So, no, not only are they not built for the playoffs, they also have to go against two very, very good teams. Yeah. Call me a little hopeful, but I'm going to say that they do. But first, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you some facts here. They lost the season series to the Colorado Avalanches five games to three games. So that's not terrible. And then they're actually leading the series series, the season series against the Vegas Golden Knights four to two right now. But they got two more games to play. Um, Like with that, with those facts, and then the consistency they have against the bottom half of the division, I would actually argue for yes, but they have less of a shot than Vegas or Colorado as they were like the worst of that team, but I'd, I still would not count them out. They, I wouldn't give them like, I wouldn't say that they're gonna, but I'm not going to count them out either. Capo Kakinen and Cam Talbot are both playing amazing. So surprising. Their entire team is basically made up of players. Huh? I didn't think that player was going to be doing so well this year. And they're actually really doing that well this year. They got rookie Cap, Krill Kaprizov, who's been playing great. And he's like a Calder front runner right now. Then they also have a lot of depth and great players with Fiala, Zuccarello, Eric, and Erickson Eck. Those are, that's just to name a few. Like they score high scoring games. And then, but the thing is, they don't just have like a few players scoring some hat tricks. They have their, their goals and their assists are really well spread out throughout their entire team. Their secondary scoring is no problem whatsoever. And they, they really spread around the points. Um, but the thing is, the thing that, like, concerns me, like, even if they will, is going to be their defense. They have great they have great defenders, but when it comes to it, they're averaging in the league on defense. On those goals allowed stat, they're pretty average. They're, I think they're, like, 15th or 16th. But so, I, and like, I, I think they're, they're really going to have to step it up because they take a lot of shots at a lot of games. Like, I think they really got to step it up on the defensive side if they want to have a shot, but I would say that they do, but it's not a good one. I mean, you're talking about Capo Kakinen and Cam Talbot, right? They're like, oh, they're that good. But, I mean, they haven't really shown that in the play. I guess Cam Talbot is a little bit, but they haven't really shown that in the playoffs. And in fairness, Capo Kakinen has not had a shot in the playoffs yet. But still, I don't know. I mean, unless I see it with my own eyes, like, because some players are just good in the playoffs. Jacob Brusk is not good, but he is very good in the playoffs. It's true. Plus Jake DeBrus. Playoff Krejci, different. Find the regular season, different in the playoffs. Right? He's been um, good, though, I'm, so far. He's been good. With no, Hall? no, he, he's been good. He's been good. Yeah, yeah, no, especially with Hall. But I'm saying, I don't know, there's some examples from the Bruins. But, like, there's some teams that are regular season teams that are great in the regular season, do just enough to get by, but, like, will get whooped in the playoffs. Because the playoffs are really – honestly, the playoffs are just a great mental test, too. And, like, a lot of these players don't have – a ton of experience and even if they do like they're not they don't really have like a bona fide star like yes they have Caprizov, Zuccarello, Erickson, Fiala like whatever but they don't really have like that Kucher I guess not really in but like they don't have that Postron they don't have that McKinnon 
they don't have that Mark Stone. They don't really have that bona fide superstar. So that's why I'm a little concerned. However, you did say that like their secondary scoring has not been an issue. So that is great for them. They just keep piling on. They have, they do have great depth, but I do not think they can beat Vegas or Colorado. Yeah. Like that's why I'm not giving them like the, oh, wow. They were definitely going to do it. But I'm going to say they, I'm giving them probably a bit more credit than most people would. I think that they've been a really solid team this year. They've been surprising and I think they're going to benefit from it. Yeah, well, I guess we'll wait and see when it happens. But thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Plotner. We are Twigs and the Rocks, and have a great night.